Alex, in uh, in what event will Kate win her first Olympic gold? Ooh, two breasts. She's been cranking okay. out. She's been cranking out of those two breasts, fifties. She's with the boys. She's got them. And Kate, what about Alex? That's who I am. I'd say you're tracking pretty well on that front. <laughs> Welcome to Social Kick. I'm Brian Lundquist. We got a full crew today. He's Dr. John Mullen, Luke Paddington, and joining us from the East Coast, Alex Walsh, Kate Douglas. What's going on? Hey. <laughs> it's good to have you on. So I want to start with a little game that we're going to play called Say My Name. So Kate, if you and Alex were a celebrity couple like Benifer or Brangelina, what would your celebrity couple name be? Calix. I mean, I think Calix <laughs> is really the only option since our name starts with an A. Like, yeah. We were looking for a wall ass. That's what it was going to be. Well, that, that could work too. I don't think I like that one as much. So. Um, for either of you, in what year did the popular sitcom Kate and Allie debut? Is this a real show? It's a real show. I've never heard of it, guys. I'm sorry. I've never heard of it either. <laughs> Definitely predates you. 1984. Oh, I was going to guess 1983. Okay, oh. but I'm, whatever. All right. Um, Alex, how many letters are in Kate's middle name? Oh, I know this. I don't think I know the answer to this. <laughs> 10? Or is I it 11? 11. I think it's 11. Oh. <laughs> you think? Is it your name? I had to count with my fingers just then, but yeah. Is it two L's? Yes. Oh, that's where it got me. Kate, what's the history on the name? Um, yeah, everyone always asks this because it's just a very unique uh, middle name, but it's just a family name. Um, I think it's like my mom's great-grandma's maiden name or something like that. So. Well, we have to say it for people listening. Um, it's Cadwallader. I think it's cool. Yeah, it's I different. think it's cool too. Yeah, I like it when people. Uh, I have a friend whose middle name is Livingston. Hannah Livingston is her middle name, and it's like. Yeah, yeah I mean, Todd loves a lot of it. So, Todd uses everyone's middle names to their. Yeah. Against them. <laughs> when you're in trouble. Laugh at them. You're in trouble. Calls you your middle name and then just laughs at you. It's odd. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's Todd's middle name? I don't even oh, know. Oh, 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 Michael? Maybe? It's something really basic. Something really, basic. Something something really basic. You got to throw that shade back. I know. Out. You can't just take it. It can't just be a one-way street. Um, hey, talk to us about how the season's gone so far. Um, you guys are coming off of two amazing NCAA years, and that was the, maybe the most dominant performance I've ever seen at an NCAA's. And uh, it was a good way to welcome myself. I'd, I'd never been to the women's meet before. It's been a lot of years I was going to the men's meet and then on staff, but um, yeah. So amazing performances. And then you guys also had some travel in the middle of the year this year with short course world. So a little bit of different season, but we all, we all mm -hmm. want to talk about, you know, Virginia Cavaliers and, and the whole team and how things have changed. So just, um, you know, Kate, what's been uh, different about this season so far and what's been your assessment of just the way that this team is coming together and how training is going this season? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's been a really great season so far. Everyone has just, uh, you know, we've meshed well with the first years and it's been exciting, you know, seeing them kind of integrate into the training and 
you know, seeing them kind of get faster and, and kind of figure out, you know, I guess just, you know, how they belong here and what, you know, they can contribute to the team. Um, but yeah, it's just, we've been happy with, I guess, all of the dual meets so far and all of the performances and everything. And it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. It's been like, I would say our season has been different than past seasons. Like, we haven't had as many dual meets, which has been a little odd, I feel like, because we haven't gotten, like, a lot of chances to race. But um, I think – I feel like – at least I feel like this. Like, we're really ready to go to ACCs and NCs and, like, pop off because we haven't really gotten many chances to do that. And like she said, the first-year class, um, we have a lot of girls come – I think we had, like, six girls – um, and we just got Amy Canny from South Africa. So that's been really awesome having her here as well. And we're just really excited to to go to NCs. I think we have a little bit more like nerves, but I think that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Could, could either of you have imagined an NCAA record being broken in a dual meet? And if so, which one of you may have come close to that? You know, I Leon Marshall said the NCAA. Yeah. Yeah. I would say probably Kate could see you the dual meet. I mean, it'd be hard. I mean, I I could see I could see Gretchen doing it. Or <laughs> yeah. she's not here, but yeah. I mean, I don't know. We've we've definitely thrown down some pretty crazy dual meet times, which has definitely been a confidence boost, and it's exciting to you know have the team be able to be there to cheer us on during those. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what do you yeah. think about this trend toward uh, more suits, tech suits, and dual meets? Uh, I know not everybody's doing it, but it seems to be a more frequent thing. Do you think that's a good thing? Um, I think, like, I I guess I'm indifferent to I mean, I don't know. I like yeah. swimming in a practice suit and a dual meet, like, as the default. But I think, especially, like, when we just had our UNC NC State try and meet, um, swimming before I am suited just made it, like, some a lot more uh, exciting and um what's the word like um bearable i guess because you feel faster yeah. i don't know like i think um it's kind of fun to have like one event i think per me like be suited i think that's something that's kind of like different mm-hmm. a little bit of a surprise fun yeah. i mean races are definitely like they definitely feel different in a tech suit so it's good to get more experience racing in one but I honestly, I mean, I enjoy doing dual meets just in a regular practice suit just because I don't like putting a tech suit on. That's also true. So, like, why do that more times than you need to? (laughs) I don't know what event you guys don't swim, but is there a dual meet recently that you saw an event that you wanted to that you don't get a chance to at the big meets just to, like, test it out and feel it out? If so, what was it? I don't know. I mean, I guess if I like when I do swim an off event, I usually like to swim like 100 back or 100 breast because I never really swim those at like championship meets because I guess like my points wouldn't really be worth it in those events. But um, I like swimming. I like trying those two out. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you off events for Kit Douglas. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're really like they are off events, but, you know. <laughs> I swim 100 free against Tech, and honestly, that is an off event for me, and I really do not like it. It is so painful. That is one event I don't like. But an off event I do like, I guess it's I mean, you don't have a lot of off events. Yeah, I mean, 50 free, that's always a great. 50 free is great. It's always a great choice. (laughs) 
So is 100 free harder than 200 or 400 IM? Yes, 100 free is harder than 200 IM. Wait. Uh, it depends. I don't know. I, like I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, definitely not harder than the four, but maybe the two. It's definitely harder than the 200 free, though. What about pacing? Do you think that – I was thinking about this the other day, and, and in part because um, we were talking to Leon about you know his – crazy dual meets and he was talking about breaststroke and how that didn't um make him feel as tired for for the im if he was doing breaststroke beforehand for some reason and i was just thinking about like pacing do you feel like because 200 im always looks so brutal and i mean you guys have both had some epic battles on the last 50 of a 200 im we've watched michael andrew just gut it out in a total <laughs> faulty way to swim the 200 im and the whole world just be like come on dude finish it <laughs> <laughs> but I've always found that for some reason, when you combine all four strokes, that it's so much harder than just pacing four fifties of the same stroke. Do you, do you think that's true? Is there kind of a different pacing strategy that you have to figure out for IM versus other strokes? I don't know. I mean, I think I definitely kind of like, like prefer when we're doing like practices and like fifties, pace i kind of like doing im because like mixing uh getting to like switch the strokes up is kind of nice yeah i don't know it maybe just because it's like you're just doing something different but it is also kind of like each stroke is like a different feeling a little bit and i mean yeah breaststroke like doesn't like hurt my body the same way that the other strokes do so it is nice to switch it up in practice i guess uh yeah yeah and i think well also like the tuner i am i feel like is way more of just sprint all four legs as opposed to a 200 of stroke where you yeah. kind of have like a strat. I mean, everyone has a different race strategy, but there's a more of a strategy, I feel like. And then in the two IM, you just kind of sprint every stroke and then the breast stroke just kind of like weeds people out. And yeah. Then like, yeah the 200 IM as a race is definitely maybe like the most painful 200, I feel like towards the end, just because yeah. it's just all out sprint from the beginning, yeah. unlike yeah. other races where it's more of a pace kind of event. Well, us three are non breaststrokers, so we are the three <laughs> that would be wet all, or weeded us out, that's for sure. I'm going 56. That's respectable. <laughs> Moving on. All right. So, um, but um, obviously uh, when we were talking with Leon or not obviously, but we were talking with him last time and he mentioned that the breaststroke didn't wear him out. sounds like Kate, you're in agreement. Is this just for like short course yards doing breaststroke events isn't as taxing and how does it for long course too? Yeah. I honestly do find that I'm not as exhausted after a breaststroke race. I don't know if that's like a good thing or not. Like, <laughs> I don't really know, but yeah, I just find that it doesn't like, hurt my body the way that like an all-out like 100 free would mm. I don't know it's just like a different stroke it just yeah I just feel it it just feels different to me but definitely I think long course hurts it more like a long course 200 breaststroke that one I'll be pretty tired after so I think it just depends on the race but yeah a short course yards 100 breaststroke that one's not too bad in my opinion yeah I think like honestly I've talked a little, like, I was talking to Ellen else about this, like, the other day. Like, the two breasts doesn't hurt that much. Like, it hurts, but it's, like, not a, as bad as some other races. And I think, like, that it's not because it's not a hard event, because it is. But I think, like, when you train for it, there's something about breaststroke where it's, like, if you train for it, you're going to be, like, prepared for it. And 
I don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's sometimes like, it can feel really good. Yeah, and, like, if you're in the know. rhythm for it, then it's going to feel really good, and you're going to feel really strong the whole way through. Like, I don't feel like that really comes along at 2Fly. I've never felt that way. Yeah, the end of a 2IM would never. Or a 2IM. Like yeah, that. you're always kind of, you're always a pain. Do do you do lactate testing after races? And if so, is there a difference between IM and Hunter Free? We don't. We should do that. And we, we don't. We yeah, but we really yeah, should. We don't. Because do I'm I'm wondering if if that feeling is a, a different lactate production, right? And like yeah, probably higher yeah. power output and you know hypoxic nature of of sprint freestyle, maybe you know sort of a different. Um, physiological result than just like you know more aerobic but still anaerobic like you're sort of in a different system of breaststroke yeah so kate uh we asked lily in i think it was april after world trials um because it was right after ncaa's you just beat her ncaa record and uh we had asked her if um if she wanted to race you yards and how she felt about breaking the record and she was she was fired up. She's like, you let her know I'm I'm ready for her. I want to I want to race Kate in the 200 breaststroke yards. Okay, so, so yeah, I, I think I do remember saying that. Can we can we make that happen? Um, I mean, I mean he- heads up, straight up. It'd be like uh Dressel's uh 50 under 20 or whatever with the with the laser. We'll just do like a special yeah. event. It's like you and Lily. Yeah, no, if we want to make a separate meet. meet just to do that, I mean, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch. <laughs> Me too. It. It would be a good race. So um, three fifty freestylers who cannot swim breaststroke. I, I, Kate, how do you do it? How do you do the 200 breaststroke of all time? Has it always been something you did as a kid? Or you just played around and, like, oh, wow, it happened? Explain that whole development of being... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess, like, throughout high school, I kind of, like, swam, you know, a bunch of different events. And, like, I feel like each year I kind of, like, chose a different event to focus on. Um, so I did used to swim the 200 breaststroke in high school. And then I kind of just, like, hit a wall in it. So then I just decided I was going to stop swimming it for a while. And then I got to UVA and I swam it and it went, like, really well. So then I was like, maybe I'll try to train for it. And, yeah, it just... I'm starting to like it a lot more now. But. I wonder, sorry. So I remember I swam uh, butterflies, my third event for three years. And then I remember one day we were doing underwaters and I was doing underwater my back and I like popped a pretty good time at a 25 underwater my back. And we we're like, Hey, that was pretty good. Maybe, maybe we should do hundred backstroke instead. And then like, I ended up finaling in the hundred back and it was just like, that was, a, that was a good choice. So sometimes I feel like the training kind of chooses the event schedule for you. But um, it sounds like, you know, maybe there's sometimes with the versatility of you both that you can also kind of call your shot. So, Alex, how does that work out in terms of event selection, given your versatility? I mean, how much of it is like, okay, what does the team need versus what do I want to do versus like, what am I showing and training that makes me be like, I probably shouldn't look away from that if I'm, you know, flashing really good times and X. Yeah, I think... um... There's definitely a balance between um, like what the team needs in terms of points. Like I think that's definitely more important at ACCs. And then we're, we're fortunate because like at NCs, um, it's not going to matter what we swim as long as we're, you know, like scoring where we were last year. I mean, we all, we won all three of our events last year. So just getting like as many points as possible. So like Todd always says, 
he's like, just choose whichever events you're most excited for. I feel like for us, that's kind of, and that's kind of what Kate was talking about, like in high school when she didn't like the two breasts and now she likes it again. Um, like, I feel like we're very, I mean, I don't know. I feel very grateful to have like such a wide selection of events to choose from, but at the end of the day, it's just going to come down to like what we're most excited for because that's the event that we're going to do the best in. Um, well, yeah, like you said, also in training, um, I think you get a lot of your confidence and that excitement like comes from um, the times you're doing and like a, you know, I mean, I guess for me, it's like looking at two breasts versus two fly on that last day. So um, just kind of thinking about like what I'm feeling in practice and then also what am I just most amped up to swim for? Mm -hmm. Could you guys describe the UVA? training groups set up and then how each of you fits in like where do you go on a tuesday when it's sprint day you know what i mean like so what's the setup and then how do you guys fit into different groups or coaches who you work with um, i'm so I guess confused we have, i have no idea what you do yeah we have four groups is that right yeah there's sprint group which is todd's group and then there's i don't even know like like two like mid-distance stroke kind of and then what's like blair and then yeah, like there's the distance group is kind of like boys and girls. It used to be separated, but then we combine. Um, mm -hmm. So Kate's all Todd. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm full sprint group. Yeah, Kate's <laughs> full sprint group. And I'm in the I'm in distance group of Blair Bachman. And but I'll like I would say. I train with Blair a lot in the fall doing like 4 a.m. like freestyle threshold stuff. But then it it changes because definitely moving more towards NCs, I'll um, train with Todd more. And like I always do 50 free with Todd's group on Mondays. That's like the best practice right. of the week. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we actually have two like very different training schedules just because we're in two different groups. Um, but it's kind of funny because we swim a lot of the same events. Yeah, but yeah, people like bounce around a lot. Yeah. And yeah, Alex and I do practice together sometimes, but... Not as often as people think. Yeah, like a lot of people much. are like, what is it like training with Kate all the time? And yeah, I'm like, we don't honestly, even... Yeah, we swim I, together like twice, three times a week. Yeah, like I train with Gretchen every single day, yeah. but I yeah. never train with Alex. Yeah, so if, if you're in sprint group all the time, do you get any two breast work in? Or is that just does that just sort of happen? at the end of the season. Yeah, so I I do try to get a 200 breaststroke workout in once a week. So that's when usually on Saturdays we have like a two like team workouts where you're either doing like kind of like a freestyle practice or a 200 stroke practice and that's when like the whole team is together. So that's what I do then. But this year I've also tried focusing a lot on doing 100 breaststroke practices, which is um helping my 200. So uh, when Todd's group does 100 speed, I do breaststroke sometimes. And I definitely think that's been helping my 200 a lot as well. Can you talk about like an example set uh, that that would be for two breasts? For two breasts? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, I guess a lot of the time it's just a lot of 50s, you know, on repeat, trying to hit your pace. Um, and in the fall, we did it a lot long course. So it was more long course two pace sets um but now we focus more on short course but i don't know it's just a lot of usually a lot of 50s i don't know if you can think recently of i'll give you a recent one so <laughs> the other week we did uh like six 100s 875s 1250s all at 200 pace that was hard i didn't do that <laughs> that's like that's like middle distance we'll do that set like they'll do those sets like 
all the time. Yeah, somebody but who's yeah. in a group all the time doesn't do work sets like that. <laughs> yeah. No, she, that's Unread. like, yeah, middle distance does <laughs> probably like three 200 stroke practices a week. They do a and lot. And I just do one. Yeah. So. What's an example of something that uh, you've, you've walked into practice and it, there's been a set on the board and you're like, oh my God, I just want to turn around and go back. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's probably, for me, I think my like, like my like least favorite practice of the week is we do a 200 free practice where it's just a lot of like fifties, like all out freestyle. And I really don't like that one. It's pretty hard. And we started doing it. We used to do it Monday afternoons, but now we do it Monday morning. So it's just like, you have the weekend off, you come in Monday morning and it's just like a two hour, 200 freestyle practice. And it's really hard to just like get your mind into that practice. We used to do 50 free Monday mornings. That was like a great start to the week. And now she does two free and I do 4 a.m. on Monday mornings. It's literally so bad. Easy end of the week. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, wake up. I remember the best Monday morning of my life. I walked into practice and uh, David Marsh goes, Okay, anybody who swims the hunter freestyle, come over here. And there were like eight of us, and we walk over there to that group, and then we proceed to go back to the locker room, put clothes on, walk across campus to where the gymnastics team worked out, and then we just got to do like flips into the foam pit the whole time during morning workout while everybody else was. That sounds really great. There would probably be like a fight on our team if that happened. There would be some like quarreling. Oh yeah, believe me, we had to kind of keep it tight. Missions group would not be happy. No. Okay, I got to get to know. We got to get to know uh, the rest of the people on the team. So we have some uh, team personalities or superlatives, and I need your help nominating who would uh, embody this character trait. Who Who on the team is the enforcer? Somebody who like if someone's out of line, that they're gonna say the hard thing to say to keep like maybe a first year in line. Maddie Donahue. Yeah, we have our captains. All the captains are kind of coming to mind. But they, but they are enforced in a in a night in a. But yeah, I would say like in the past, some of the. Captains have been a little bit more <laughs> aggressive with that, but I think the captains have gotten nicer throughout the years. Yeah, like Maddie, Maddie definitely. Yeah, Maddie Donahoe is she keeps things in line. A good enforcer of the rules. Yeah. She get it. Some sometimes if you're a captain, you kind of can't say the hardest thing because you have to kind of toe the line. I feel like sometimes. Oh yeah, I mean there. also Abby Capella from Minnesota. She'll she'll call you. Yeah, out. that's true. She's with a Minnesota that. accent, though. With a Minnesota <laughs> accent, yeah. Oh, that's not right. <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> yeah. All right, who's the, who's the class clown? I don't know. <laughs> There's so many. I know. I mean, Gretchen's pretty. Gretchen funny. does come to mind. So does like Abby Capella. Gretchen, Abby, Anna's pretty funny. Yeah. Anna Keating. Oh, Maxine, maybe. Maxine is like something funny else. without trying to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, there's always those. Okay, uh, most likely to start a billion dollar company. Like Lexi Cuomo. Oh, Lexi Cuomo, probably. She's super smart. She's very smart. All right, and uh, who's most likely to be late to practice? Probably her, honestly. (laughs) She's late all the time. Yeah, probably me. She's the last one. Well, actually, no, I'm not always the last one. Or Abby Kavili's getting a lot of them. But Alex is. We not got some functional. people on the team who like to sleep in, yeah, and not mispractice, but almost. 
Just take more prep time. Yeah. Yeah. Some of us just value our beauty rest. <laughs> I want to get to know you. Let's get to know you two a little bit, though. Like uh, non-swimming, but maybe stuff. Uh, Alex, who who are you outside of swimming? I, I've read about seemingly your passion for Title IX, uh, for NIL, your apparel deal that you have with some outlet. Talk about what's your passion outside of the pool and a bit more about you, Nelly. Um, yeah, I'm sponsored by Swim Outlet. That's been really fun. Me and we had, me Gretchen had like our suit collection release in the fall. Um, I'm a computer science major, so I'm definitely into, I feel like I kind of have a creative mindset. Um, yeah, I like teamwork. Um, but yeah, I'm also really into like interior design and stuff like that. So that's a little bit of what I do outside. Unfortunately, we don't have that much time outside the pool. (laughs) Mostly I just kind of like hanging out with my teammates and like talking about stuff that doesn't have to do with swimming. I'd say we both like to bake. You bake banana Oh yeah, I made, yeah, I made banana bread last night. Yeah. What What? You got to publish that recipe. I want to see it. I know. It's, it's the bag. It's the, the one on she the back doesn't of the make it. <laughs> oh wait, oh, I guess she no. does make it. Okay, it's just on the back of the Nestle Tollhouse chocolate chip bag. Yeah, it's that one. Secrets out. <laughs> Don't tell people that. It's my no original. No one needs to know. So, Kate, are you a New Yorker? Are you? Mm-hmm. I mean, is that you hold values? Is the culture, the teams, like, can that define you almost a little bit, or not really? Yeah, I would definitely say. Um, you know, I'm from New York, and I definitely would. Yeah, say I'm a New Yorker. Um, my my parents both <laughs> lived in the city, um, and I was born in the city, and then they moved to the suburbs um, after I was born. So I've lived there my whole life, and I grew up going into the city and stuff. And uh, eventually, I want to move back there because I just think it's it's kind of my vibe for sure. <laughs> What's a grandma pizza? <laughs> I don't know what that is. You, I learned it here in New York. A grandma pizza. <laughs> 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 I, don't know. I don't know what that means. I just it's like a square pepper. cut pizza that they, they're oh, selling. Yeah. I've had that before. I didn't know it was okay. called. Yeah, it's called grandma. But yeah, those are it's really good. Grandma. Kate's they're probably the same. biggest pizza lover that on I the do team. Love pizza. Yeah. What's your favorite kind of pizza? Because they got some weird ones here in New York. They got some funny I mean, ones. I just like a classic pepperoni pizza. Yeah, yeah, legit. I always go for that. So I want to talk about a little bit, expand on the, the NIL piece, because, <clears throat> I mean, it certainly changed the landscape for other sports. And it seems like maybe it just hasn't hit swimming as deeply yet. Uh, it's kind of reaching the, the top tier. But do you, do you think that that's a positive impact? Um, I mean, besides the fact that it gives you an opportunity to tr- be, truly be a professional and kind of tread into what life beyond swimming might look like as well as, you know, make some money doing it. But do you, do you think on the whole, that's a positive impact for college sports and or college swimming? And also what do you, what do you think swimmers can do to kind of lean into that further to realize, you know, professional opportunities earlier? I mean, especially given how much time you have on your hands. Um, yeah, I mean, I think 
for non-revenue sports like swimming this nil deal um stuff has been i mean it's been great honestly like Mm -hmm. we both feel really lucky to be um and snowboard athletes at this time when we're able to like capitalize on all this work that we've been putting in because it's not light work at all um but i have like seen things um on like basketball and football and about how the ni the new nil deals that they like have created some problems and i haven't done like a lot of research on that but um i think like moving forward maybe a way to make it more equal among all sports is to like have a national like a national standard because i know right now it's like governed by states which i think is can just be a little like finicky um but yeah i mean it's been great for us. And like you said, it actually has been really good experience for um, like what the work, yeah. work life will look like after swimming. Um, yeah, I think that goes. And like, I think unnoticed. it's just like, you know, helps, you know, add a lot of publicity for like NCAA athletes, yeah. which, you know, definitely just helps the swim community as a whole. Yeah. So how much for the NIL deals, is it you kind of going out and seeking companies versus them coming to you? How does that whole process work on on both your guys' ends? Uh, Kate, why don't you tell us what it's been like on your experience? Yeah, I mean, I think for both of us, like the companies kind of came to us, especially like after the Olympics and everything. You know, I think we got a lot of people reaching out to us. Um, But for me, I really only wanted to focus on just getting like a swimsuit brand deal. And, you know, I knew that I was obviously like I'm a full-time student athlete. So I don't really have, I don't really have any interest in like going out to like try to do all these small little deals here and there. Like I just don't really have the time for it. You know, it's not really worth it in my opinion. So um, I really just, yeah, focused on, you know, just obtaining a swimsuit brand deal. Um, And yeah, they reached out to me about that. So, so that's pretty much all I've really been um, doing since, since like the new law came out. Yeah. I'd say like, most most of the especially like the major like swimsuit brands they would reach out to us first but i mean there were a lot of people on the olympic team that would like be dming um companies and stuff and being like hey i want to be a brand ambassador um people on our team do that all the time like pit vipers those glasses yeah people try to get like definitely after the olympics when like i feel like you know, we had just like gained a lot of publicity and stuff. Like we were all just DMing companies, like trying to get like free stuff you know, here and there. It was more like us but, just trying to shoot our shot unrealistically yeah, with like, yeah. like I remember Jake Mitchell was DMing like Pop Tarts because he wanted like a Pop Tart <laughs> sponsorship. Yeah, a lot of the companies did not. <laughs> they didn't back respond, out unfortunately. Yeah, but you got to hustle. That's I mean, I, I yeah, hear you. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, like if you don't if you don't have time to do it, you don't have time to do it, right? Mm-hmm. But like that that in a large part is what professional swimming is, especially mm-hmm. if you're not winning Olympic gold, you know. And I think you two will have a great opportunity to be sought mm-hmm. after. But for you know most of the rest of the professional class of swimming, let, let's say for example, like um, if you looked at the entire uh, participantship in ISL, you know, 90% of those athletes, well, maybe if we assume that it's all like the same landscape in the US, because op- Europeans and others have different sort of commercial opportunities, depending on their country. But like most of those athletes aren't athletes that brands are going to reach out to, you know, they're the kinds who most of the income that they get will be having to shoot their shot and raise, raise their hand and yeah. be in pop tarts. And, you know, if you love pop tarts, just do it. Right. That's great. Yeah, great alignment for Jake Mitchell. You know why not? I think we've definitely learned kind of how to like 
interact with brands and companies. Yeah. It's been a very valuable experience. Yeah. How much time do you have to, how much do you have to remind them who you are? Does it depend on the time? Like right after Tokyo, probably not, but maybe a year later before Worlds you had to, maybe not you two, but maybe still. How much do, did they know you, your performances? Um, I think that depends on like the brand. Um, like yeah, obviously yeah. if it's a swimming centralized Yeah, if brand, it's a swimming brand or a swimsuit brand, they kind of know everything yeah. and everyone. Good, so there wasn't yeah. much of that that I had to deal with, I don't think. Yeah, but definitely other people like that aren't really as familiar with swimming um they yeah. definitely are like they don't about really, yourself yeah and you kind of have to be like oh i went mm-hmm. i medaled at the olympics <laughs> you're like oh casual yeah yeah you mentioned the olympics i'd love to go back to the 200 im at olympic trials and then the olympics i mean we watched those races this morning and man they were such exciting races both of them uh i forgot how close both of those were i'd love if each of you could just describe what you remember, maybe first with the Olympic trial, 200 IM, and then then the Olympics. Um, Kate, why don't we start with what you remember about that 200 IM from Olympic trials? Yeah, I mean, that was a pretty crazy race. Um, <laughs> I mean, I just, well, yeah, I remember before the race, that's like the most nervous I've ever been in my life, and I never want to feel that way again. <laughs> <laughs> like, just felt like I was going to faint beforehand. I, I don't think I, like, spoke to anyone. I think my teammates, like, described me as, like, going mute before the race. I just kind of sat there. I don't even like remember. No, but I just or like anything. Yeah, I just remember um, during the race. The only thing I remember is like the last fifty. I mean, I just saw that like Madison Cox was like so far ahead of me, and I was like, well, I didn't make it. Like, all right, so much for that. And I pretty much just was like, okay, I'm gonna get like fifth. And I thought I was like in fifth place until I touched the wall and like saw that Alex and I had made it. So I was pretty shocked at the end of that race. Shoot, you were catching her. You didn't see it. Girl, no. <laughs> I just thought I gave up at that point mentally, but I was like, I'm just gonna finish it as hard as I can, and I did. And you the know, it paid off. It paid off. But yeah, so I had, but I had no idea how close that race was until my parents like showed me it like a few days later, and I was like, wait a second, this is kind of crazy. Like yeah. how close that was. I had no idea until after you know I rewatched it. But yeah, so close. And Alex, how about yourself? What do you remember? And do you remember what um, Margalis said to you afterwards? She like rushed over and was talking. You just looked exhausted. And it was uh, one of the funniest moments. I maybe not funniest, but I was just like, I could tell you were just exhausted. And Mel was so excited for you. What 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 do you remember about the race? And what do you remember about her maybe telling you as well? Um, I yeah, I feel like honestly, I don't even remember that that the before the race that much i remember like semis a lot more because i think i swam a better race i mean okay so something about me is that i throw up after a lot of my races and i think that has to do with the lactic acid stuff that we were talking about earlier so, so that's we're just trying I'm- not to throw up on mel is that what was going on essentially, the whole time? yes essentially i remember like being seeing that i was ahead like i seeing that i was ahead on the freestyle and i was like yes i'm gonna make the olympic team and then I remember hitting literally a brick wall at the 15 meter mark. And I was like, no, I'm going to lose it. And like, I can't even believe, I mean, every time I watch it, it looks yeah, like I every time we watch it, we're like, oh my God, it's horrible to watch. And <laughs> honestly, I barely remember anything after seeing like yeah. one, like seeing one and two yeah. next to I mean, our names. That was the greatest feeling. Just like being able to 
and that experience was that together and like our team just like being there, going crazy going crazy like it yeah. was just so awesome but mel came up to me after and she was like she just pretty much was like wow i'm so proud of you i'm so happy for you um and that meant a lot because like she's honestly she's been a really big she was a, a really big role model of mine in high school because i raced her a lot um and she was like one of the only older girls that i raced like consistently so we became like good friends and good like um competitors that was really nice just to have her as like a mentor almost um but yeah and then i threw up afterwards (laughs) yeah like i pretty much don't remember anything after getting out of the pool is that how every race story ends for you and then a lot of them afterwards Pretty much every single Almost one of my all best. all the 200 IMs. Yeah, all the two IMs yes. at all the big meets. Yeah. How do you not do it while being interviewed right after your race? Like, uh, sorry, Rowdy. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I actually that. have. I have had you to do that before. To. I have had to be like, I have to go. And then, yeah, yeah, I don't know how it doesn't happen. I think it, yeah. I've been lucky. Somebody to be honest, like, leave me alone now. I'm good. I mean, yeah. uh, Erica Sullivan said on, on the show that she was in the ready room for the 1500 and the whole ready room just stopped and was cheering that race and were loving that race. They forgot about their 1500 and watch you, you, you guys watch and race. Are and she we? says, you know, she loves when swimmers just love watching swimming. What, what is it? What are trials that you guys enjoy watching? What was something that moved you at trials? I don't know. I mean, I honestly was swimming a lot, so I didn't yeah, watch a lot of races myself. But I mean, I do remember like watching like Emma's 400 IM and like yeah. watching her make it. Just kind of watching like all my friends make the team yeah. and like seeing like Reagan make the team and Phoebe. Like those are just it was pretty cool. Yeah, the 200 back that. was pretty like emotional to watch yeah. and definitely like a good race. Um, I would say. Like, also, I guess for me, because, like, seeing Gretchen compete on the last day in the 50 free, like, that was pretty, like, I was really invested in that race and obviously was just, like, wanted to watch her swim and bounce back after a disappointing 100 free. And I don't really think, I mean, I don't think she expected to make the team in the 50, but just seeing how how she was happy after that race, like, that was something that I remember um, and, like, value a lot. I, I had a thought, I had a feeling... When I touched and I, I did a really good swim, I felt great. But when I saw my brother have a really good swim, the feeling inside of me was even stronger. Is, yeah. Do you feel like that when you see your sister? Like, this- Yeah, definitely. Like, I remember watching her at NCs last year. And when she went 49 flat in the 100 backstroke, I literally was, like, I couldn't even describe how, like, happy I was. Like, I've never even been that happy for myself. I literally just went up to her and all I wanted to do was just give her a hug. And she didn't even win. She got second. But I still was, like. Just so happy for her because I thought that was so fast. I mean, it was so fast. What's the feeling like when she's anchoring the four free relay and you guys are dominating and she's pulling away? What's that? What's that? I'm like, thank God she's got it. Yeah, whenever they anchor, yeah. When she dives in, honestly, we're like, okay, we're good. She's got it. She's gonna go something crazy fast. We're like, (laughs) we're chilling. We're chilling. Yeah, Gretchen's got it. That's a special feeling. Yeah. What about her person? Honestly, like. That's the best part about being on a relay at Virginia is like you are never like nervous. Like you get nervous, but it's like we have so much confidence in everyone else. Even if you're like a little like nervous for yourself, you're so confident in everyone else. And I think like that's 
I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty a pretty cool. good, like, yeah. it's a good yeah. feeling. All right. Circling back here to the Olympics now, and that's who I am. Oh, yeah. Alex, how about you? What do you remember about that race in, in the finals of the 2IM, other than the, the post-race vomit? Um, other than that, yeah. I remember we were right next to each other for that one. Yeah, yeah also. Um, I, that was, I was most nervous for that race. I mean, yeah, I was summer. also freaking out before that. I was, yeah, I would say we were both freaking out before yeah. that, but, like, internally. I remember... Um, I remember like the breaststroke really well on that one because I remember like feeling really strong on the breaststroke and that was like a rare occurrence for me. Mm -hmm. And then the freestyle, like just kind of like looking around and seeing that you're in the field for a medal, like that's pretty motivating at the end of that. And then seeing that we had gotten like yeah. bronze, silver and bronze, that was also, that was even, I don't know if that was better than making the Olympics, but I mean, it felt I mean, so pretty, good. To, it just like, felt like surreal. It just yeah. was like, wow, like we, we just did that like together like it was pretty crazy yeah, yeah. it looked like you guys had a moment in the pool with each other post we did have a moment. Yeah. <laughs> we did. what was I mean, that about i think like that was both of us like i mean i think the whole summer was like our first experience doing this on this stage yeah. and that in itself is pretty like scary and then the olympic i mean i don't know yeah. the whole thing was just such a journey and i it think it was coming like coming out with both of us on a medal because yeah, yeah I mean I think for me going into it I like at first I was like wow I made the team like that's all I wanted and then yeah. I was like there's no way I can like win a medal and then just like finally see myself do that I was just like kind of in awe yeah like, the whole thing <laughs> yeah what goes what goes through your mind I'm gonna ask you both this so Alex you were you were in front at 175 did you know you're in front and if so what went through your head um, I did not know I was in front and I, but I saw her, Yui, I could see her yeah. and I was like, but I honestly was like, so motivated just to finish. Cause it was like, it was painful. Like I didn't really think about, like I could see her and we were definitely pushing each other, but I was like, I wasn't even disappointed to like get the silver, which I'm happy about. Like, obviously I don't be disappointed in getting an Olympic medal. I think after the race, when I had seen that she'd only beaten me by like a tenth, I was like, "Man, yeah, it's close." Yeah. But I was like, "You know what? Whatever." I was like super happy yeah. with my swim, and obviously super happy that we had both been able to be on the podium. So it was really—I mean, I couldn't have asked for a better experience. Yeah. On the video I watched this morning, they said, "And the Americans with the minor medals." What do we think about the term "minor minor medals" at the Olympics? Um, I mean, I guess if someone wants to call it that, sure, but I was pretty excited about it. Yeah, I think I was like <laughs> minor medals. Well kind of yeah, I mean, just getting any medal was exactly. good with me. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I mean, I couldn't have asked for anything better than that. We were just talking to Bruno Fratis, and um, he had maybe one of the most memorable medals of that games and winning a bronze in the 50 free. <laughs> And but he expressed to us that he thought that the medal was going to change him more than you know than it really did. And then at the end of the day, he's like, it's just a paperweight. Do you feel different being an Olympic medalist now, or just another one like you've been winning blue ribbons your whole career? I mean, I think it definitely felt different. Um, like 
I think that whole summer just kind of like boosted my confidence in myself as a swimmer and just like as an athlete in general. Uh, but it's, I mean, for me, like, yeah, an Olympic medal, just like, it's very different than like any other accomplishment. I feel like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I would say it made me feel different. I still feel like I feel, I don't know. I think like, I think, it's more than just the medal. Yeah. I think it's like the medal combined with the whole experience of going to the Olympics and doing something that you never thought you were going to be able to do. Like, I think that in itself, like the medal is great, but I think it represents like a lot more of what we're actually proud of, which yeah. is like, like that whole summer. I yeah. Think kind of changed me, not just the medal. Yeah. But I like, I, I haven't even looked at my medal in a really long time. Yeah. Mine just kind of stays hidden. Yeah, like, we, I don't, I haven't looked at it in a while. Yeah. Kind of weird. You, you talked about the experience at Olympics and how it helped you, Kate, especially. What's, what are you looking forward to at NCAAs um, in terms of the experience? Uh, I, 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 not performances, but what is it that you're looking forward to this year? Um, you know, obviously, there's going to be some news. There's excitement. It's fun. It's in Knoxville. What, what are you guys looking forward to most? I know. Well, it's my last one, which is kind of crazy. So I think it's going to be like just really emotional, especially just with the other girls in my class. You know, uh, this will be our fourth one, our last one. Um, so it's just going to be, I'll be very sentimental probably. So I'm kind of just looking forward to just really trying to enjoy the moment with my teammates. Um, just kind of take it all in, you know, it's just kind of crazy that, you know, that's going to be my last college meet ever. Um, but yeah, and it's also just kind of weird because, like, last year's performance for me was just, like, so great that I don't really know how I can kind of top that. So I'm kind of just going into it, just, I don't know, just trying to have fun and and see what I'm capable of. I don't know. You, Alex? Um, I would say kind of like the same. I think we both this whole year, like, have had this really big expectation that we want to live up to, which was how we did last year. But I think, like, I feel like the team mentality is going to be really essential for me, at least mm -hmm. in the next coming weeks, just because, like, I, that's, I don't know. I think it's going to be a better motivator if I think about, like, how it's going to be really competitive at NCs. And so just doing what I can for, like, my teammates, I hope that's kind of, like, what brings me um, to the wall first, hopefully, but you know, we'll see. I, I love racing. It's the funnest thing what we do. And, um, I don't know if that's what you mean by having fun, but what races are you looking forward to? Um, you know, what showdowns are you looking forward to between personally and maybe teams for relays? Um, I mean, I don't know, I guess I'm still kind of trying to figure out what I'm going to swim the first day of NCAA. So I don't really know that yet, but I think the the relays this year are going to be a lot more competitive, you know, between us and like the top few teams. So I'm excited for that. It'll be fun. I'm definitely nervous, but I think those are going to be some really good races and we're going to have some really good competition in those. Um, and I mean, I'm just excited to see all of my teammates race. I can't really think of a particular one. I don't know. I feel okay, like... Kate, you're you're trying to choose between the 500 free or the 500 free. Is that what's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, Wait, sorry. is diving that day too? Is there a diving event? <laughs> yeah. I used yeah. to dive back in the day. <laughs> I would say, yeah, I'm like really excited for the four medley relay. I feel like that one's gonna be really um, a good showdown between several really good groups of girls. So, um, individually, 
I don't know. I guess, you know what I'm excited for? I'm excited for the 4 a.m. Um, Are you that? Yeah, me and Ella taking that down, hopefully. We, yeah, we're good 4 a.m. training partners. And obviously, it, like, I've been training with her since I was in seventh grade. And this is also a big meet for her. So, um, yeah, doing that with her, I, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, I think definitely what? also just, like, watching – like my my fourth year teammates last like swims ever yeah a lot of them are just going to be done after that meet so just yeah seeing them finish their last race ever is going to be kind of crazy yeah often it's that teammate who not you guys who probably going to win three championships etc cetera, etc cetera, and get those points but it's that person who all of a sudden got an a swim you know as, 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 or, or got or got a second swim even who got those extra points for you is that what you're looking forward to and who are those people you're looking forward to achievements to do well this year yeah I mean I think it's definitely different like for us going into a meet like this because Todd like always has these meetings and talks about you know trying to be better than you were last year but for us it's not really possible to be better than we were last year so like it's kind of like we can't score any more points than than we did last year so it's kind of about you know all the other swimmers trying to maybe get more a final swims and b final swims and I think that's what's exciting is you know watching your teammates um yeah, I guess just kind of surprise themselves um, and do better than they did last year, do better than they thought they would. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the, um, like, second-year girls, Gretchen's class, um, I think they are, like, really looking to have a good NCs. I'm excited to watch all of them because historically also, like, you just – the, your second year of college is really where you kind of are able to show off um, how much you've improved over the past two years. So I think those girls are definitely going to have a really pivotal meet, and I'm excited to watch them. That's good. All right, we got some rapid-fire questions for you guys to finish up. Sweet. Kate, what's the hardest race in swimming? 4 a.m. Alex? 200 backstroke. Olympic gold or world record, Alex? Olympic gold. Okay. Olympic gold. Uh, <laughs> both of you, do you pee in the pool? Yes. I'm not. <laughs> if someone tells you every, they don't, every they're lying. single person does. Yeah. Um, Kate, if you could change the 2 yeah. IM order to a different event order, what would it be? Uh, I don't think I would change it. I, a fly has to be first. You, Alex? I would switch fly and free. Yeah. Uh, that's too wow. Well, I mean, I very, very much disagree with that. <laughs> like I'd be able to play I feel the same way about triathlon. I want swimming to be last. Yeah. Make the hard stuff last. All right, uh, Kate, what's the most annoying thing Todd has said or what's something you should stop doing? Um, well, it's really annoying when he makes fun of my middle name during practice. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> well, we need to publicly let him know this. Um, <laughs> Alex, in, uh, in what event will Kate win her first Olympic gold? Ooh, two breasts. She's been cranking okay. out. She's been cranking out of those two rush fifties. She's with the boys. She's got them. And Kate, what about Alex? That's who I am. I'd say you're tracking pretty well on that front. 
all these close races. Well, let me just go faster and get a bigger lead. I like that. I like that approach. Yeah. Um, which event should be added or taken away from the NCA event order? Oh, 100 IM should be added. And I, was, I feel like Katie would say 300 IM. She's good at that. 300, but I mean, I would do a 300 IM event. 100 IM should be added. Wait, yeah, I think it should be added. Yeah. 100 IM is fun. Yeah. Um, Alex, do you think the NCA is sending a bad message by only counting divers as half a person? I don't know. <laughs> Probably, I guess. I don't know. I've kind of always thought that they should be completely separate, like meets or something. They are very different. Well, I don't know. Honestly, I could see how it would look bad to count them as half I mean, a person, yeah. but it helps because then you can bring more people. Hey, listen, I swam on a team that benefited from it too, but it was just weird. So, Purdue doesn't want it separate. We love having diving on <laughs> swimming and diving at yeah, Purdue. Give us the divers. <laughs> All right, Kate, what's the most impressive swim you've ever seen live? Oh, God. I don't know. Impressive? Impressive. I mean, I really loved watching Alex's 2IM this summer at Worlds. Oh, that, that was, was fun. Yeah. I don't know. It's like I always find it impressive when it's like my friend or someone close to me that I'm watching. Yeah. What about you, Alex? Um, I will say, I mean, that is true. Also, I, okay. Two, two, Christoph at worlds and the two fly. I was impressed by, and then, um, like NCs watching Gretchen and Kate do the 50 free and you guys mm -hmm. going both That's under 21. That was impressive. That, that was crazy. Yeah, I would, <laughs> I, would, I would agree. As someone who never went 19 in a dual meet, watching you guys go 20 point, I was like, oh my gosh, wow. You're like, oh. <laughs> um, Kate, how long until we see a sub two minute 200 brush or cross yards? I don't know. Well, I might be doing my last one pretty soon. So. We've got three weeks. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll see what happens in, in March. <laughs> Much. Less than two months. I love it. Um, Alex, what is one prediction about NCAAs you have that nobody's talking about? Nobody's talking about? Yeah, what do you think is going to happen that's like, who's who's going to come surprise people? Mm -hmm. That's hard. I don't know. Oh, uh, hold on. I can think about this. Kate's going to win the 500 free and Gretchen's going to go 19. I love it. <laughs> Wait, I think my roommate, Anna Keating, I think she's going to pop off in the two breasts. Yeah. I love and it. I also think Amy Candy is going to go really Oh, fast. and yeah. People Perfect. are sleeping on these first years. Yeah. yeah. Don't sleep on those Virginia first years. No, don't. When, when, when are they going to learn? I don't know when they're going to learn. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Last one is, do you guys do social kick? Yes. Yes, we do. How lot. often do you do we it? Love, we love our social kick. We do it almost every day. There's one of the coaches, um, Jake, his group does a hundred social kick for warm up every day. Oh, hell yeah. So. I could, I could get behind that. That's yeah. Cool. I would say our warm down, warm down, some social, some social kick. kick. Yeah. Yeah. It's the funnest part of swimming, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it really is. Yeah. 
Yeah. I love it. Um, that's all we have for today. Thank you so much for hanging out. It's been a pleasure uh, talking with you both, and we look forward to seeing you tear it up at NCAA's in Knoxville. So until until then, I know you've got a few things coming up, but um, so again, thanks for hanging out. That's it for this episode of Social Kick. We'll see you next time. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you're enjoying Social Kick, tell your friends about it. And be sure to tell us what you liked by leaving a comment. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Social Kick. And you can find all of our content on our website.